broadcasting to you live from the Loading Ready Run orbiting underground moon base, it's the Lurcast! I'm happy to be here again. It's been a long time since I've done a Lurcast. It has been a while since we, especially the three of us, have been on a generic Lurcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 We have the other, we'll have that coming up near the end of the season, won't we? Domestic quality, but uh, uh. everyone else has had their chance to talk about their their favorite... Five? Yeah, favorite five, yeah. It's it's March, right? March mm -hmm. Madness? It's March Madness. March Madness. So it's sweeps, right? Your yeah. favorite five sweeps have to is happening. We're, we're, we're bracketing all of our favorite... We're talking about our favorite sketches today. Yeah. Favorite uh, loading ready run sketches, to be specific. Yes, we've, we've already gone through all the jokes previously about who, who, who what. Who are we? They could be. For the people who it's are not watching the YouTube video. That's a good point. Yeah, who might not get it? Well, you are. I'm Heather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. Okay. Yeah. I'm still checking. It's the okay. question mark at the end. I'm Beach. And I'm Ian. You may know us from the sketches we're about to discuss. So, who Maybe. wants to uh, who wants to go first? Okay, so don't look at me. I'm gonna pick. These are not even if I'm the most prepared. These are not in a specific order. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is it's like, what's your top five? It's like coming in at number five. It's like no. Um, well, no, but they're five hard. that occurred to me. Uh, and whenever anybody says says to me, it's like, what should I? Uh, you know, or if I'm thinking about what do I want to show my family to to show them? You know, like here's a here's what we make. Uh, the first thing I think of is always the couch. Mm -hmm. Um, the couch is, uh, I, I really like that sketch because it's, it's light on dialogue, um, but it's, it's very, it's, it's full of concept. Mm. And I really liked that. I liked the fact that it was, um, it was something that was like, here's this magical thing that keeps happening to this guy. There's not a lot of conversation about it. He is trying to beat it and like isn't really isn't really making it through and I was like I just like the whole idea of this thing is now happening to you you have no idea why and you can't stop it mm -hmm. um, but he's not like going to the police and he's not like going to like a wizard to figure some shit out or whatever it's mm -hmm. just kind of like here's the thing that's happening he's like oh it's probably alcohol I'll just give up alcohol which granted are things that could and have happened <laughs> in, in our I mean, sketches exactly like what I what I like about the couch though is it's you can show that one to someone who isn't into magic or video games or uh, any kind of stuff where we're really into mm -hmm. in, that's heavily geek oriented, it's it's very solid and and they'll they should be able to understand yeah. non-genre comedy. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure you could probably show that to people who don't speak English and they would still understand why it was funny, mm -hmm. which I think mm -hmm. is a is a great hallmark of physical writing, is that we still manage to convey a concept. That you know, when it's communicated, it's like even if I can't read the English that's on there, I understand. He's holding a beer bottle. He picked up some chocolates. Chocolates sometimes have alcohol in them. It's kind of like ah. Okay, but but like personally, what did you like about the couch? Were you there for that? Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I was working boom for that. The process of filming it was a lot of fun, and we filmed a lot of location shots, and I was there for most of those, uh, and that was fun as well for me personally. But. <laughs> Nope. No. no. You know what my favorite thing about filming the couch was? Because I was not around for filming most of it. Okay. The Christmas shot. Which is at our old house. It's at our old house. I stayed home that weekend because I was still kind of, uh, I'm not, I'm getting people's way if I go. Yeah. I don't want to be there. You sent me a text or called me and you were like, hey, can you set up the house to look like Christmas? It's the middle of summer. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's our Christmas decorations. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then our we... house has never been decorated at Christmas time. <laughs> no, 
I now know what our house would have looked like if we ever decorated at Christmas time. Is it, is it worth it? No. No. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Moving on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, reverse chronologically. Okay. And I'm going to start with uh, the Rumble 2, which is not just the last sketch, but it was uh, probably... It was my favorite sketch just for the way we worked on it, because there was a oh. lot of shots on that, and that was... Yeah. Seven days of filming? Yes. Mostly at UVic. Eight? Yep. It was a long shoot. But it was the first sketch where I, I felt I was getting heavily involved in all of these shenanigans, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. involved... I think I've talked about it before on the show, but if I haven't, here's a refresher. That was the year that... It was my first year here. First Christmas in uh, Victoria. Mm -hmm. And... I planned Christmas morning. Well, I didn't plan Christmas morning, but Christmas morning was planned for me. Yeah. To wake up and then... Like at six? Yes. Rush downstairs, you know, all excited for Christmas at six in the morning and get in the car and drive to Graham's house and pick him up and go get shots of an empty Victoria. Yeah. Which worked really well. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely beautiful shots. Yeah. You had, I'd never seen downtown Victoria with no cars before, and mm -hmm. that was just kind of astounding to see like it looks like daytime well it is daytime but it's first thing in the morning and it's like completely empty streets and like that is weird to have that in in like a downtown city mm -hmm. it's super cool and a strange way to start to spend a christmas yeah well oh, yeah absolutely but a really good way to spend a christmas yeah. it was, I was a fun week well i think tiring what, but fun like what was also fun about that is all the like all the extra shots of like of special guests and stuff like and Tim coming in and Dale coming really in. Really technical shots too. Just in my mind, thinking back to the uh, the spin shot that we did oh, for uh, the Chevalier. Kate Crawford and yeah. exactly. that, that took a few takes. It was it was hard, but it took less takes than I thought it was going to. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I also that was that was the same day when we were shooting that that um, I ran out of six kinds of batteries for yes. LP yeah. and then had to switch to someone's your phone, I think even mm -hmm. and and. I believe we ran out of space mm -hmm. on your phone. So that's definitely not a sketch that you can just uh, throw people who are not familiar with wanting where to run into and expect them to get as much enjoyment out of it. But it's it's full of fan service for for you, the viewer, and yeah. for us to oh. actually put it together too. Just revisiting some of those old characters. That's my number five. <laughs> that's my number, number five. five. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Third Wheel Dating. Yeah. Do you remember Third Wheel Dating? I do, yeah. Uh, the one where it was for the service where they'd get a th third person yes. to hang out on your date. Yeah. And and I mean, it's not what I would call like the best in terms of other sketches we've done, but it's, uh, it's actually a really important one to me because that's when I started really hanging out with Lur, mm -hmm. and and that was just about the time when Kathleen was like, you should hang out more, and I was like, yeah, okay, and then I got involved by being under her arm, yeah, and she like smashed my face us. against Beej's face. It was one of the creepiest and, Kathleen characters I've seen. And, yeah. And it was super creepy, and it's fun, because there's a, there's a part that gets cut out where Beej and I are just getting smushed together, and he's just like, I love you, and like, I'm divorcing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little moments that, yeah, um, and it's one of my favorite performances by Julie as well. Oh God, yeah, oh, yeah. oh she yeah. was so funny in that. That's also where the uh, I, isn't that where the Cam and Paul, Paul, yep, yeah, and she just was in that background doing that thing where she's trying to push their yeah. two heads together, uh, and I was like, oh, 
Yeah, that's it's a good role for it her. Was, it was fantastic. a really good it was a really good sketch. Like uh visually I think a lot of really interesting things going on in it too. Yeah. Oh back, oh, right. to, you. back to me. Yeah, it's right. your turn now. Um Rob, keep the rhythm it. going. Giving up. Um a Commodore Hustle sketch. The oh, way we okay. ended the season, actually. The way uh is I I really liked that one uh because it's because it, it did a couple of things. Um, one, it was an, another way for us to say goodbye to the old moon base, uh, which, I mean, it didn't spend much time in, but it was interesting. Like, it's, it's kind of like, oh, we're saying goodbye to this. Mm -hmm. we're, now we're going to come to this new location, which we hadn't even really been set up in by that point. Um, obviously, just the walls are painted, and we're kind of good to go. Um, but for the... Uh, for all of the... Like, for the, for the secondary story of where it's Alex and Cam and Beach having to invade and do stuff. And I loved being a part of that, to be like, you you guys are in this thing, you're going to do this stuff. I felt like I did my very best acting, uh, not my very best acting like that I think I've ever done, um, but I did my very best when I was acting in that. I felt like I got some good moments in. And um, uh, that one, I... Like, I just really enjoyed that. I thought that was uh, a lot of fun to be a part of, like, this stupid team doing these, doing some mm. dumb stuff. We were coming up with stuff on the fly while we were, while we were making this, like, oh, what if I did this with the horn? And then what mm -hmm. if I, we did this other thing? And there was all these kind of things that ran together. A lot of really good behind-the-scenes stuff there, too. If you yeah. seen yeah. the loading time for that particular and episode. Yeah. Very, very cartoony, which I really like it when our Commodore Hustles go... Still grounded in reality, yeah. but practically a cartoon. When they feel like a lot more slapstick, like the whole thing with with Paul just having a bag ready to go, um, and even the part where it's where it's like uh, he's like um, we're we're leaving, right? And it's like, oh yes, the country. And I'm like, there was really <laughs> solid writing in that. Like it, it all, I think it all stuck together quite well. So yeah, the the, the giving up a really, nice, a really nice bookend to that uh, that season yeah. and to that chapter of. Of Commodore Hustle. Commodore Hustle and, and Loading Ready Run as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, uh, moving on. I think you were next. No, you did. No, no. She did the real dating. I didn't mind. That's right. Now I got to do it again. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> next one that's in chron reverse chronological order was, I'm going to say, The Tale of Matt Wiggins. Which. <laughs> That's Desert Bus 5, Which, so you're going real deep in the stack. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to use that one, but I'm going to talk about it. Okay, so do it. We're going to jump chronologically. Tale of Matt Wiggins was a Desert Bus 5 uh, after video, uh, based on, I think, I can't remember who wrote it. I think it was a chat person? Okay. Wrote the uh, a, a parody version of the tale of Jack Sparrow from the Lonely Island, and all about Matt Wiggins and how I apparently know too much about him. Yes. And that one was great for me because I'd just come off Desert Bus 5, which was my second Desert Bus, I believe, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, getting to know all these great people and actually forming a good friendship with Matt. Yeah. And then talking about how he completes me. Yes. <laughs> sort of a... Uh, Forgot about that part of it the It felt a bit odd you know, going into that that level of intimacy with these people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you just spent seven days awake with them, essentially. Mm. And it was probably the it was also the first uh, loading ready run video that I had been heavily involved in as well, and probably still the only one on the wiki that yeah has my picture on it, which mm. is an, again a, an unfortunate picture, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but. Uh, I don't know, that, the problem with that song, 
too is that it's been sung so much by me recording it. Yeah. And also at subsequent desert buses that it's now the canonical version of that melody in my head. Oh. That I start hearing the and think, okay, yeah, no, this is the tale of Captain Matt Wiggins. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually, the Lonely Island version came on in my shuffle recently. Right. I couldn't listen to it. It just, it just felt like it was a bad cover. <laughs> so wait, wait until we get to that, that, uh, that parody of Ross Beach that I was going Oh, to. man. Anyway. But I guess that, that actually means it's the sign of a good sketch. Yeah. A, a good uh, production is when, this is something that's happened to me with, uh, with the various, not the various, but with the Bridge series yeah, yeah. or uh, Dragon Ball Z, is that those characters have become the Dragon Ball characters for me. So I don't think, I, I kind of want to go and watch Super, right? but I can't because those aren't going to be the characters. The voices right. don't match up. Personalities the don't. Personalities will be all wrong. And so, <laughs> yeah, the sign of a good production or a good parody production is when it supplants the original. Yeah. Like yeah. anything by Weird Al. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm still to this day singing Weird Al lyrics in my head to stuff. Like Piano Man. I like living with a hernia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was doing that for a week. Yeah, you, 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 as you do, living in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so I would go with uh, Social Anxiety Fear Factor next, mm. uh, which I really like for several reasons. One, because I got dragged in and told to dress up for a party. That was cool, yeah. Uh, and I was just like, okay, and I had no idea what was going on. I still have a um, video of that. Uh, two is because I got to see Jer in a really weird way that I didn't know existed, and that was scary because mm -hmm. that kind of personality is really it works great for the video. Yeah. Um, but also just the the subject matter, I I think is really it's really neat to show it off that way. Yeah. Uh, and to to see comments and stuff that are like. What? No, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And getting told it's like, here, sit in this room. Paul has to come in and, and tell everyone a joke. I'm like, what's the worst thing anyone can do in this situation? Oh, pay a lot of attention. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> Be expectant. There's a lot that of people. That is like the crappiest thing you can do to a person. Well, there was like a lot of people in that room too who I think also felt like this is a really uncomfortable thing to be mm. doing to somebody. There was also um, Kathleen and I had to pretend to have conversation because she's the hostess. She gets up. Yeah. And she's just like, she's sitting there and we're supposed to be having just a generic conversation and she's just telling me about her resting bitch face. And yeah. I'm like, it's really hard not to laugh, Kathleen. She was talking so much shit. It was great. <laughs> Again, one of those uh, one of those loading times. It was hard to edit just because there were so many good things going on in the mm. background. Yeah, yeah. Good sketch. Good sketch. I enjoyed it. Uh, well, let's. I'm going to continue the hustle train. Actually. Um, yeah, I, I I stuck away from hustles in Friday nights, even though some of them are among my favorites. It's funny because it's like there's so improvements, which is the one that comes before giving up. And it didn't matter which order I had to name them in, but the the plot of Cam coming up with an app um, was kind of like when I'd heard about that, I thought, "How is this going to play? Like, what's what's the big, what what's the draw going to be for this?" Um, then I, I swear that must have been the that was the A plot. I'm pretty sure, but just oh yeah, because the B plot was Alex and I being like, "Hey, we figured out a way to um, write the to, SD God to put holster oh. SD cards," which we thought was like obviously a hilarious idea because it it makes you cringe so bad. 
Uh, it's exactly what these two idiots would do. Oh, it's how dumb it got with the strings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and so to have the to have it dovetail together at the end, like um, okay. So initially that part, like I I mean I think about that where it's like it's me facing off against Cam, and we were like, so what is it? What is it about Beach that makes him not vulnerable to whatever it is that Cam is shoving in his face? <laughs> a lot of lore going on here. Well, right, and that was the thing, because we actually were talking about that in, like quite a bit. It was like, is it because there's something, like, is it because there's something wrong with Beach? Is it because something has been made to be wrong with Beach because thanks to the, the meme beacon, is there something else, um, I guess not really the meme beacon, but the thing that programmed Beach for the meme beacon? Um, like, what, is it just the fact that Beach can't see in 3D that for some reason this works on anybody who can see in 3D? Like, we're like, we don't know what the reason was, but there was so much conversation about why would this be a thing that, like, that drew me into the idea of, okay, you know, like, what is going... We'd never talk about it. We're never going to know. So you, you, you got pulled in... You're choosing this based on the world building. Yeah, based on the world building of it, I was like, I love the idea of what did this mean for my character and the and who I'm playing and how does this relate to what's going on and what will this mean in a larger context later on. Also because like I play this idiot, which is a lot of fun to play. Mm -hmm. um, but then to have like the technical stuff we did, which was a was interesting, where we had set up the um, where we had set up the tripod on the on the rails to do that long pull. Mm. And that we, Corey pulling the I'm the tripod. Super glad Corey showed up. Yeah, Corey just showed up out of the blue, and we're like, Corey, you're you need to pull the tripod, and so she did. And then Alex was able to keep adjusting the because we didn't have a follow focus. Rack focus. Yeah, we we couldn't we didn't have like an auto rack focus, so it's like so we're gonna have to manually follow focus the entire time. And so Alex is doing that, mm -hmm. and Corey mm -hmm. is pulling the thing, and we had to do like six or seven times to to get it, but. Um, All with that background in shot of yeah. Cam and on the... Uh, it's a long shot. Yeah, Cam the Carpathian. Yes. Yeah, oh. and, and and that's a, that was another thing, right? Like, it's another really good thing where, where excuse me, where when we were doing this sh the shot originally, it was like, well, what do we do? And somebody brought that up, and we're, yeah. and we're like, and I don't know who edited it. I don't know if it was Paul or Kathleen. It was, or Kathleen, it was Kathleen, who, Kathleen who did that five minutes in Photoshop. Right, and she banged it together, and every, people are like, I want to play Matt. Yeah. You know, like, I want a poster. And it's I like, I don't know if there's any way we can do that. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not, not, not without. No, there's too no, much. I don't think it's. I don't think it's transformative enough, perhaps. But, <laughs> but it's. As, there was that, and then there was the. the as, as another technical thing that we had to do, where I had to beat Cam with a ladle. Yep. And that's all a practical effect, right? That's not. That's not. That's not. I practical. beat a guy on green screen. Uh, I beat like the creepy doll on green screen, and we transfer that over to Cam. It's like, no, I have to hit Cam with this I'm thing. Not, I'm not sure that's called an effect so much as a stunt. It's a so yeah, it's where a stunt. Cam you're right. Hopefully, doesn't get hurt. He had to do his own stunts, and so we had to devise a way. I'm like, I can't hit him with the back of the ladle because that'll hurt more. So I have to hit him with the front of the ladle, which hopefully looks like it hurts, but it doesn't because it bends and a little you, bit. You couldn't spend the five dollars and time to just get a, uh, silicone, a silicone ladle. Oh. I did bring that up. I'm like, if we just got a silicone ladle, I could hit him with it, and it would hopefully not deform enough on camera that it would look like I'm still beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and just that idea, like, of I have to sit here and beat my friend with a ladle for the shot. And we took that, we, the problem is is that in the loading time, because I had even said, I hope we have loading time of all of this, because I want it sped up to show how many times I had to hit him with this thing. And in every time we did a take, I had to hit him like one, two, three, four, five, I had him almost like ten times. You had a progression. Yeah, I had a progression. You had a kata. I had a kata. I was working out with the ladle. <laughs> and it sucked because it was like, uh, I have to hit my friend, and I have to do it. We did 21 takes. <laughs> 
that was not okay. And I kept apologizing after I'm like, really sorry. He's like, I know, I know. Just And he's like, it's okay, man. Just keep going. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep going. Because I'm fine. I will say to people, it's like, well, we need to like slap me across the face. I'm like, then just fucking do it. Just wind up and hit me. Get the shot. I want it to look, I want it to look really, really good. Um, and a lot of people won't believe when you do really good stuff either. Like when you do like a, a real shot like that, like you must have faked that somehow. And it's like, well, no, I want it to be real. So I'm like, but now I have to be the one to hit someone else. And I'm like, I'm pulling my punches the entire time. But after 200 times of getting hit with a fucking ladle, yep. it's got to hurt. So yeah, so that one will always stick in my mind for having to do that over and over and as well. And it broke Cam's phone. And it broke Cam's phone. <laughs> not, not the hitting, but the, uh, oh, the app. Yeah, the, the app didn't, broke didn't, his phone. Didn't he manage to fix it? He, d he did, but yeah. it, Eventually, it, it, it but caused some screen issues temporarily. Yeah. yeah we were very scared. Yeah, I'm all pretty right. sure that's almost all, all of All sorts of fun gone. stuff. Okay. More Commodore Hustle time. Oh, good. Yes, because I'm going to talk about free candy. Yeah! Was, wow. Again, one of the first videos I was in during that initial three month time. And also the first time I show up as myself, but not myself yes. in the Commodore Hustle universe, someone, we're assuming James, opens up the, uh, the clothing rack and asks if they want to have a Halloween party. Yeah. That's not me, that's someone wearing an Ian-shaped costume. Right. It's a really good costume. It is yeah, a very good it's costume. It's fantastic. I think we just, we decided to throw that in and then we never Took really out. <laughs> figured out how to write around it. Yeah. That was like a, it was this moment of, because uh, I wasn't there to, to shoot mm. that one, but it was like, here's a funny thing, yeah. but what's the, like... Ian just shows up. Yeah, Ian just shows up, and then we never hear from him again. Why was he even in that shot? And, and it wasn't like it was, it wasn't a production mistake. It wasn't mm -hmm. like they said, oh, we'll write Ian into the script and he'll go here. It's like, no, we'll write Ian into the script because it'll be funny to have him show up for one scene. Yep. And then never referenced. I'm like, that's great. New Hustle's going to change that a bit. Like, <laughs> Hey, hey, no spoilers. I know. But well, by the time this goes up, maybe it'll all be taken care of. I don't count on it. Mm -hmm. That's that's assumption. That's true. But that's not my favorite part of the episode. Right. The, the reason this episode goes on my list is that was when Alex and I were getting into Airsoft again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had his grenade launcher, right. which we found could fire just about anything including fun-sized candy bars. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all well and good yeah. because firing candy is funny. Then we decided we needed to fire it at something. Yeah. And we could have just fired it at anything. Maybe yeah. a target on a wall to see some spatter. No. We decided to take a styrofoam head and then put eyes on it. Yeah. Make it a person. And give it hair. And <laughs> make it a child. Yes, and make it a child. <laughs> And then dented it. It was with Snickers. It was so good. Like the fact that 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 got written in that mm. way too, where it's like, oh, you know what? This is going to be great because a lot of the things that we end up doing are just how like many, pulled out of. How many of, takes did it take to get the firing? I think we we I think we did that in one, and we took a safety as well, but we used the the first one. And you had oh. to do your best not to laugh, obviously. Oh yeah. Well, that was okay we, because it was going to be. Uh, it's a silent shot, really. It was a silent it? shot. Oh, okay. Just, uh, the the sound comes from off screen and then the you funk. see the, yeah, yeah it's it was okay to laugh because we did yeah <laughs> but the shot and then mixing that with the uh, with the writing leading up to it this whole escalation the idea of a I think that's when we really in earnest started dropping nuclear testing jokes mm -hmm. into Commodore Hustle on a regular basis which made me very happy. <laughs> 
And so yeah, for those many, many varied reasons, free candy, my number three pick, but number two actually in chronological order. reverse chronological order. All right. All right. So the next one I've picked is literally there are many characters that Paul does that I really like, mm -hmm. but but I really like uh, what he does in Renegade Rapper, oh, where yeah. he's super paranoid about the mint wrapper uh. and he's going to find clues, and I'm just like, yeah, I like Paul this way. I like him being. I'm gonna investigate this thing. I noticed the tiny thing that is not right. Right. And everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I'm not. Well, yeah, when the payoff happens, mm. it's really nice. Yeah. It's, a, it's such a ridiculous story, but yeah. Yeah. And lots of really good prop making there, too. Mm. Yeah. We got, we, we got mints. Yeah. yeah. Actual, actual um, after eights. Which is always fun. It's always fun to get food props. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't even there for any of this. I just know it's fun to get food props. <laughs> Uh, I was around for the discussion of who should be in the bathtub during the uh, stinger. Yeah, the reveal, yeah. The reveal, which ended up being Kathleen. I think so. Because she's smaller. Yes, she um, But I think we had discussed it being Cam, even yes. though I think he's the roommate. He is the roommate in that scene. Yeah, people have... I can't remember. I thought there was someone else we discussed it being, and Kathleen ended up being... Yeah. Just for size. For, for size reasons. <laughs> And it's, and it, you know, it, yeah, it all came together really well. It is essentially just a, it's a little bottle shot. Like, it's just two guys having this conversation in one room for a while. But I'm amused at all the ones you're actually, uh, you're discussing are the first ones that I ever uh, edited LT for as well. Ah. It's like, oh yeah, I know these ones very well. <laughs> yeah, that one had some really great map work too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was discussion about how the map should look and, and what kinds of areas we should show off as well. Mm -hmm. To not give things away. It was a tourist map, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, so everything was exaggerated? Well, but you had two sides, and you, they had to decide which one, which side of the map they were going to go with, with yeah. the exaggerated touristy side or the detailed right. actual Cause, map Because the tourist side would be funnier, mm -hmm. but would the but would it actually be as as effective yeah. as showing a, just a standard yeah. map? But would I, al I also think it's a sketch that is pretty understood as, like, someone who isn't into really geeky things. It's like, oh, I have that roommate who never cleans and makes up all the most absurd excuses. Right. Also, you have a person who just notices tiny details when they're out of place. Just a regular solid sketch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I've done three, right? Yeah, that... Oh, it gets tough. You're, you're <laughs> on number four now. Yeah, I, I wrote down seven. Um, because I was like, well, I got to pick five, and I ended up with seven. So I'm like, well, you know what? Um, Krog's list. Yeah, not technically a sketch. Also, yeah. Well, I mean, no, well, yeah, you no, know, no, it was. We, we had, we had, a, and and what a like, what a lovely idea. Because it's essentially just a Graham and Kathleen walking down the street, banding this idea back and forth of of mm, find on Krog's list, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, and then it was like, oh, we should write that down. And then they wrote it down, they turned it into a sketch. And it's, by all rights, it did not have to be me mm -hmm. <laughs> playing uh, playing Torg. And yet, because it, I got to play Torg, uh, I got to be this, um, you know, this caveman. That's like my real first big recurring character, mm -hmm. I think, that we've had, where it's like, I don't play, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not just playing Beach and Commodore Hustle. I think it did have to be you because you, 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 you are built like a caveman. <laughs> There's that, and right? When I take the stuff off, it's all hair everywhere, and it's good yeah. barrel chest. Like, uh, some of us have some hair, but you, you have the body of a caveman. Yeah, I have this. <laughs> I have this. Mean? Yes. <laughs> So what does it mean? I'd like to know. You know, I it could have it could have you know it it could have been Surge. <laughs> Surge does not have the body of a caveman. Surge yeah. has the body of an accurate caveman. Yeah, it's you true. Know, very lean, very powerful, very but not silly. like. No, you, you your cart. You look like a cartoon. <laughs> I, look, I look like Fred <laughs> Flintstone. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> It's true. Um, well, and I got to wear the tiger outfit. I actually even said tiger skin outfits mine, yeah. and and I wanted to. I actually wanted to wear it lower because it hung even lower on my body. And they were like, "We are uncomfortable with the amount of nipple you're showing, so you're gonna hike that sucker up." And so I had to. But um, but to be able to play Torg, it, for one thing, be to working that working the dialogue was a pain in the ass, but very rewarding mm -hmm. that we were able to like. Get out because you have to. You have to caveman speak the entire time, and oh, me no like this, and you know, and the little moments of adding some fun to it, where it's like you know, I have to, I have to mug a lot for the camera, which is a lot of fun, uh, and I all the other things like you're you're looking at a um, like I'm looking at the the things coming. I was like, what this one say? Eighteen year old girls needed for artistic film project. Like literally, the idea was read it like Torg and get to the end and read it like in your normal voice. You know, just kind of, just kind of go from mm, or, or, uh, eighteen year old girls needed for artistic film project, and it's like that that little thing. It's like it's really subtle, but it was like I liked putting that in. I liked having the thing where uh, Alex walks into into scene as Herc scratching his head with that god awful oily bone that we <laughs> that we bought. <laughs> Fucking dog chew toy thing. It's a real bone that he was scratching his head with. It's like that's commitment. Yeah, that, that is thing grease. Yeah, it was. Ugh. And and the fact that Craigslist then ended up getting so much uh, traction oh. that we managed to do Wait, so many more things. Is Alex the one who's always? Does he always do stuff like that? Then I just recalled that in the Rumble he had all that candy touching him, and it was. Yeah. And oh yeah, the, the sweat. Of oh, that well, that was a crap shot we did where he was playing the you know in the candy dome. You know he was playing. Oh, was that a crap Because we okay. shot that in the same place where we shot the rumble we as well. Shoot too many things in the same place, yeah. and then they all become it, the rumble it to was, me. Exactly, because you know, there were also wrestlers there for the. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, we go to the basement of the. Uh, we go the to the parkade. The parkade yeah. whenever we need a wrestling promo. We got a cage there, and we've got like this kind of yeah. It works great. Um, but I love the, I I love Craigslist because of how that. All those things kind of came together. Those characters have so much life in them. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a backlog of, yeah, and it keeps getting bigger of things for them to do. Yeah, which yeah. is which is dumb because it's like we have all these ideas, but it's like we haven't actually written anything for it to. You know, it's like we've filmed all those crap shots, but it's mm -hmm. like any idea we've had, we've like there's not we haven't been able to turn into anything where we, else. Where, yet. where do we put it? Do we, yeah. Do we, do we do we reboot the sketch machine? To where's the where's the uh, where's like what's the pun in mm -hmm. this? What's the terrible thing to say? Like Comcastodon oh, in the one yeah. crap shot we did was so good. Like yeah. mm. anyway, I I love Craigslist for that for giving me that role and and letting me continue to play that. Okay, so I'm going to now jump way back. Way back, way back. Way where, am, back. where am I here? Am I on five now? No, you're on four. four. We're on four. Okay, so let's, <laughs> let's remember what we've done here. I like that you're doing this without a list. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. 
You could look at your list. I don't have a list. Okay. The list is up here. Okay. You can't look at a thing Fair he enough. doesn't uh, have here. Again, I, I'm going with the theme of things that are special specifically to me. We're going to go with very best of room tone. Which one is that? Yeah. Now, it, it's not exactly the most solid sketch, but it, I love it for a few reasons. First off, it's kind of meta into filmmaking. Yeah. Which I really, I, I love these in-jokes that we get to do as geeks about geek things. Mm -hmm. So the idea of, of room tone being something that you could make a best of album for. And of course, I also love sketches about album. Yeah. Like one of my favorite improv games is album review. I don't like to sing in it, but I, boy, do I love to be the host of it, giving out the ideas of terrible, terrible KTEL albums. Yeah. And so having a sketch about that was funny in and of itself. But what's really, what's really special about that is it's the first time I got a speaking role, I believe, in a regular sketch. Yeah. Being the announcer for, uh, for the best of Room Tone. Yeah, to order your copy of Room Tone. Exactly. And oh, we okay. did that at the first annual of two annual, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we only had two. SCT Loading Ready Run Barbecues in Calgary during the, uh, the Calgary Comic Expo. Yeah. And that was a great time, because we just, we're all having fun at uh, our friend Dan's place, grilling sausages, drinking homebrew beer, and then Graham comes over to me and says, Ian, I need you to be in a sketch. Get into this blanket and speak into this recorder. <laughs> You guys went down to the basement. Yeah, so while yeah. the rest of us are are just upstairs hanging out, having a good time, we're here huddled under this blanket trying to block out sound oh, around this tiny recorder. I wish I had an LT of that. It would have been better for you guys to go out to like a vehicle. Like Anywhere. A car, yeah. Rather than be downstairs where all the thumping... Um, what's funny about that is that's also the first sketch I appear in. Mm. Because I'm in the stinger at the end. That's right. When it's like, hey, here's what your friends are doing. And so it was us and it was like a couple other people and we were all kind of like having a sketch and then... And then having a guy wander into shot and was like, yeah, that was kind of cool. It was like the first thing that you and I were actually in. Yeah, yeah your voice in my face. <laughs> I have a match. That's yeah. a fanfic. So it's, 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 it's a fun little sketch. I, I enjoy it. I go back to it in my mind. Sausages were really good. They were really good. Mm. Heather. The gatekeeper. Ooh. Oh, that's so good. He is, he's a terrible person. But a great character mm -hmm. that I really would love to see in more stuff. But again, like I don't know what more you could do with him because he pretty much just does what he does. But again, it's it's one of those um, when when I first saw it, I was like, oh, here's a sketch I could finally show my mom. Not because like, but because she would probably get it. Like it doesn't matter if if you understand the Doctor Who references that are in there or the video game that they're talking about. Or, or any of the things that he's denying people access to. You know what you this could, guy is. You could be into just literary fiction and have someone tell you, you can't do that. You don't, you haven't read all Yeah, the, the sentiment is universal. Yeah, it's, and, and I feel like anyone can understand that. And maybe you could show it to someone who's being that way <laughs> and they might get it. Although they'd probably just be offended at that point. Good. But <laughs> I... I really like it. No, it's. I think it's a yeah, really strong sketch too. It's um, 
I love it when we do political stuff. Social commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah like female characters, like yeah. that, and any of the other stuff we've done where we've done I mean, like social commentary. I love that. Yeah, but I feel like this one is one that everyone can get behind. Yeah. Because everyone's had that experience of being told no. Well, yeah. I, I really hope that anytime we do social commentary, it's something that everyone, everyone can, can get, get behind. behind. I meant but in the I, sense that, yeah. that you understand it from that viewpoint. Whereas yeah. like female characters, you might not understand that viewpoint. Yeah. Because you've never been there or yeah. seen you it. You have happen, to kind of be or, plugged in. Or you just don't actually see it. Yeah. Whereas everyone has been told no at some point in their lives since they were very tiny. Yeah. But then this is a no, you can't have that because made up reason. Yeah. You're not good enough to understand this. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, this is number five then, I guess. Mm. Um, oh, this sucks. <laughs> See, I, I like this. Yeah. You, you have a list. Yeah. You have seven things, and you're, you're spending your time dragging it out, trying to choose between the last two it's, rather than just trying to remember what they are. It's so stupid, though, because it's like, so, okay, so we've, I've done the couch. I did two hustles, and the idea was I wasn't going to do both hustles. I was going to pick one, and I'm like, no, really, I like them both, so I'm going to mention them both. <laughs> and then Grog's List, and it's kind of like, so there's four. So, <sighs> hmm. Okay, I'm going to pick Destiny Tales. Okay. Which is unusual for me. It is an interesting choice. I don't play Destiny. Uh, though much like magic, it it's one of those things where talking with your friends and hearing them constantly go on about it, <laughs> you learn little things about it. And um, and then I would be I also I would go to Polygon and I'll read the articles on it because it's like what's new coming out, what's an interesting thing that's happening, you know. Uh, tell me more about what's going on in Destiny because it helps me. That's something where it was like even though I'm never going to play this game, understanding some of the conversation. It's interesting, yes. you know, and, and it is, like, it's Bungie taking a, you know, being like, we're going to make a new MMO, uh, and making an MMO from scratch is not as easy as just saying, hey, let's just have a bunch of people running around the field shooting each other, or hitting each other with swords. It's like, no, now we have to have a game economy, mm -hmm. and now we have to have upgrade paths, and now we, and we can't bust those things. We have to make sure that they all scale together, and then what happens is that they get to an expansion, they're like, oh, shit, we have to do whatever. There's a lot of, there's a lot of humor in, mm -hmm. in, it's in year one there was a lot of humor. And what, <laughs> what I loved about Destiny Tales was it was a chance, I only got to do like a voice. I got to be like crazy again, which was fun. But the idea of being in a project where um, it's something animated, mm -hmm. uh, which, different. yeah, and I missed that with Pocket Planes, that it was like I didn't get to be a part of when Pocket Planes was being made, though I, and I think the Pocket Planes shorts are so good. Oh, they are fantastic. And, um, and they take a lot of work, and so then to have Destiny Tales, it's like, here's this other animated thing that we can do, um, and release that into the world. That's what Sick Rips has me excited for as mm -hmm. well, as it's like, here's something else that, you know, showing off the powers of the people who work here. Um, and then, but then to have people pick up Destiny Tales and have it go like like low-level viral and then have it show up in like the year one thank you retrospective video and to have things like that where it's like you know, anytime somebody like uh, like a larger external audience picks up on something that we've done here even if I had very little to do with it I always feel really proud of the fact that I was involved with the making yeah. of it um, and so Destiny Tales is like it's one of those things where I'm like I don't get most of the jokes <laughs> I get enough of them um, but it's it's still funny. It's still yeah. funny, and it took on a larger life thanks to the people who were interested in this stuff. And I mean, if we started making like 
like the division mm -hmm. uh, you know diaries or whatever like that it would be like that would be like the latest new thing that's come out I don't know if division's gonna make it <laughs> or not we'll I, see I think, I think with with uh, some of the jokes that happen in Destiny Tales as well it really shows that you can have a piece that shows how much you love a game yeah because let's face it the people who yep. really worked on that love that game but still kind of poke fun at things that aren't great about that game. Yeah. Like not getting the gear that you want or that even works for your characters. Yeah. And just the idea that you can criticize stuff you love. Yeah. The loot cave and all that other kind of stuff. I Yeah, I really think that like Destiny Tales was really um, a high watermark for us for doing something different. Mm -hmm. Well, especially for, for being something that's based on a, a property that's not ours. Yeah. Which is not something we don't do often. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we do we do Magic the Gathering stuff quite a bit, and it's fun to be able to say, here's another, here's something else that we're into here that we can talk about, that yeah. we can make something out of. P playing in someone else's sandbox and yeah. doing it well. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. that. Okay, which brings me to my number five, and I guess we're rounding it out here, mm -hmm. which is interesting, because my number five is a little thing called Shake Your Hands. Which you may not have, right. you may not know, because it's technically not a sketch, and I don't even know if it's technically a loading ready run video, but it's a short music video, I guess you could say, that I think Graham, I don't know if Paul was involved in this at all? No, he's shaking his head so, no. So it's something that Graham put together for I think a film festival. It's just a music video based on an old uh, I want to say safety documentary yes. called Shake Hands with Danger. And it's it was something that I came across years before I'd even heard of Loading Ready Run. And I don't know where I found it, but it was something I just saved in my music videos folder and just, you know, when you're sitting having having a good night, having a few drinks, and you just say, yeah, I'm just going to listen to Shake Hands with Danger again for a while. <laughs> Get you pumped up and have some fun. It's I'd, a good remix. And I'd show it to friends and they'd be like, yeah, isn't this really cool? It's got a great beat. Yeah. And then years later, I would come back and say, uh, hey, Beach, there's this new group I want to show you called Loading Ready Run. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Hey, let's, let's shake hands with danger again. Yeah. And it wasn't until like a few years after I'd become a Loading Ready Run fan that I just watched the end of Shake Hands with Danger and said, huh, that name's the same as that name. <laughs> Wait, those fonts are the same. <laughs> Yeah, trust Ian to figure it out based on font. Mind yeah. blown. Just, uh, I will quickly say uh, that, so that was, that was made uh, by Graham um, when he was, uh, that was when he was in school. Uh, it was made for his uh, video arts. He was actually doing like a video production course. Like a, like a high school uh, thing? No, in, in university. Okay. Uh, and, but it, it was made for his video production course but also, at the time, we were doing Loading Ready Run, and so basically, most of the things he made for his video production course were made with the explicit idea that we could also use them for <laughs> weekly updates. So right. it was a weekly update for Loading Ready Run, but was also made for credit for his video arts course, and was also submitted to several film festivals around ah. town. Which is probably how I ended up uh, getting a hold of it, but not making the connection then. It's funny mm. because, because that... Um, the uh, the guys at Rift Tracks, yes, uh, they picked up that sh the short. They didn't pick up the music video, obviously, but they picked up the short, and they did a um, they did a riff on 
a much shorter version, I guess, of the yes. entire it, video. An edited version. Of yeah. It. They, they ma basically made it into a short from... Yeah. They, yeah, they turned it into a short for, the, for them to for them to do. Because I guess Graham has told us the whole video is much longer well, and is, much more horrifying. We, this was what happened. We were at, uh, we were in a hotel at, for MAGFest. Yeah. And we decided to sit down and watch some riff tracks in our hotel room. And we put on the Shake Hands with Danger. Yeah. And he's all excited, like, oh, yeah, did you know I made a, uh, yes. a music video? And I'm like, yes, yes I do. Yes, did. In fact, <laughs> let us tell you a story. Yeah. And, and so we, we were watching the riff tracks, and it, it ends. And Graham was a little bit, huh, that's... A, that should be much longer. Yeah, he was a little upset that it was wasn't. I was <laughs> expecting more from that. Yeah. So, though it's funny because the first time I saw that music video was when um, I think we had watched that riff tracks at at the house, and you said, "Oh, now wait, hang on. There's a companion for that," and you put yeah. the music video on after that. I had conflated in my mind that that was part of the same thing. Part of the riff tracks. Yeah, I had thought that that was a thing where it was like. The, the riff tracks was made and then the uh, the music video was made because it was obviously it's a song yeah. right so it's like so there's a music video that went along with it and they put it all in the same DVD <laughs> so for a while like I think I showed up and I even mentioned it to Graham at some point he's like oh yeah I made this thing Shake Hands with Danger this this I'm like oh yeah I think Ian showed me that one time uh, which is super cool now that I know that you made it because apparently I think that ended up on the riff tracks DVD <laughs> and he's like it did what? <laughs> And then years later, it's like, no, it didn't. Ian no. just happened to show these no. things back to back to us. Time. He's yeah. just easily, easily confused. Yeah, I am. So those are our favorites. I'm now that not done. She's oh, not done. Shoot. I yeah. didn't start. Remember, we have to go. I knew this was going to happen. We have to always start on one end and <laughs> move to the... I knew. Yeah. I know. I know. You ready for this? I, yeah. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. Do you? Do you really? Is it Skeletor's dick? No. Because I really like Skeletor's I, dick. I didn't even know that was a thing, and I still don't that's care. The first, <laughs> that's the first one I ever watched, and it's like, that's the first one Ian showed me, so it sticks in my brain, too. But go ahead. The Doctor's Hater. Doctor's oh, Hater, yeah! yeah. We, we, it's, it's, it's amazing, because it's based off of, like, the, the ads you see. Yeah. It's got so many weird effects. Like, I, I was really only around for the green screening stuff. Right. Because I think I've shot the LT for that. So I only really saw the... Apple? Uh, the, the apple and then the papers being flung into the air with the... Leaf blower? Leaf blower? Mm -hmm. That we, we spent a few takes trying to figure out, like, <laughs> should we just throw the paper in the air? Can we stuff it into the leaf blower? What works here? What did and work ultimately? Was it stuffing it into the leaf blower? I think it was throwing it in the air. Okay. Ultimately. Okay. I mean, it's probably in the loading time, but um, just like the the effects, um, we get we get Cam's Surgeon General character mm, out of that, yeah. which is fantastic. We have Missy, who's amazing mm -hmm. in everything she does, because I've seen her do live improv. Mm -hmm. She's just fantastic, and and it's still like. It feels like a cartoon, but it feels real. Yeah. It's like this, yeah, no, this feels like it could just happen. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's someone out there. Yeah, you've, you've, got a, you've got a gypsy curse. You've got these mean doctors right, beating right. people up. We get up. to bring back Kathleen yep. and her gypsy character, which I really love. Yeah. I like Kathleen as that character. My car was in that, so I'll get to always see my car again <laughs> if I want to. That's actually why I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't pick um, uh, Junk in the Trunk. 
I, I you car, your car got showed off a lot in that. That was a that was a could have died. It was it was a lot of fun to film junk in the trunk, um, but it was also like I mean, I would I would definitely talk about that for a while, but I feel like I like I don't I'm also don't want to go over the time we have allotted. Hmm. So um, I'm just that's I'm surprised it's like one of the ones I thought you would pick. It had occurred to me to do it. Just just because I know how much you loved that car. It, yeah. I know how much it pained <laughs> you that that car had to go away. Yeah, the car has now gone away. And, and that must be, I think that's the video that probably showcases that car. That car, quite forever. a bit. Well, all the, I'm sure that for that car, that is its number one <laughs> sketch. Yeah, yeah. That's, and the dumb thing is we'll never be able to make a video like that again involving a car like that because I don't, you know, it's like we don't have a mobster's car anymore. Everybody else drives like minivans we and stuff. We could rent so cars. We could always rent a car, I'm sure. But that was yeah. like a 1990s Mercedes. It's very iconic, like looking kind of vehicle. I just. He was very sad when it had to go oh, away. It I, spent I weeks, weeks not see, going away. See, now that you've mentioned junk in the trunk, it's like now I want to change mine, but I kind of don't like. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't even bring up the story of Beach, right? Which you think, well, that should be among my top five. And I'm like, that was a really fun time to film. And it was, it was very, it was nice that it was like, this is a thing that, you know, it's like, this is just my character. It's a side yeah. story for just my character. Not, not all your favorite uh, sketches need to be ones that you're involved in. No, exactly. Yeah, like, many of mine don't have me at all. Exactly. Because I'm not in many. I mean, the, the, the most, the funnest part about the story of Beach to me was just filming a Commodore Hustle opening where I was every character, which yeah. was, a, yes. which was really fun. I remember that morning helping you pick out t-shirts. Yeah, that looked, that we was went, a, We went through the opening and it was like, I have a green shirt. I'm like, you have a better green shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's just fun visual gags like that. I mean, the, the fun part about Junk in the Trunk, I guess, really to me was was getting the timing down because we knew that we only had so much time in order to do things. Paul's in the back of the car reading his lines off, and it's like, no matter what we do, I have to get us to a location, and then I have to get us to, a, like, I have to like, stop at the right time when so no one's behind us. So many people could have died in that. Yeah. Like, Paul could have gotten <laughs> injured for not being Buckled. wearing safety belts. Kathleen could have died in, in a watery grave with the she, car. Yeah, could have, my, could have drowned um, my car. Mm -hmm. Like There's so, so much opportunity for things going like, wrong that like did not go wrong. That, that could have been the sketch that just killed Loading Ready Run. Yeah. <laughs> just too many people would have died. <laughs> the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The end. Actual death. So those are, th those are Heather and my fav five favorites and Beej's sick favorites <laughs> sketches. Tell us your favorites in either of the forums, or you can post them in the comments down here. And yeah, not every YouTube comment has to be garbage. Exactly. Yeah, you can make it a better place. We would love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, I don't know how I was, I was going to say that. No, I'd love the, to hear it. The uh, the you the know what speaks louder than words? Money. The the <laughs> podcasts are of course brought to you by the Patreon. Yes. Mm -hmm. And who is controlling the Patreon? You, the patrons. So check us out at loadingreadyrun.com slash... No no. no, no, it's patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Yes. We really appreciate your support. It keeps the lights on, keeps us going. Do you remember where to point on the screen for it? It's right down there? Yeah. yeah. should be down there. Maybe. We'll find out if we're wrong. So for me, Ian. And me, Beach. I'm Motor. Thanks for watching.